Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company, it is a beautiful day. If you decided to go to work this morning like you're supposed to, if you're happy that football is over, if you're happy that Taylor Swift will no longer be on your television every moment of the day, if you won a couple of bets, it's a beautiful day. Welcome back in, Kale and Company, as we continue here, our number two, cut sheet 745, Disney keyword Day number eight coming up at 8.30 because Kale and Company is sending somebody on a seven-night Disney cruise for four to the Caribbean, and it could be you. All the way up until February 22nd, that is next Thursday, be listening weekday mornings at 8.30 for the daily keyword, and then you just go to 1210WPHT.com for your chance at this family and your family's summer vacation wishes coming true because the time to show your kids, the world, is now. That's courtesy of Kale & Company and Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All right, let's get to some news. Oh, by the way, um, Anthony Dorenzo highlighted something very um, important for us during the break. Um, we mentioned that ad to wrap up the 6 o'clock hour for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. last night during the Super Bowl. He did tweet out the following. Uh, he says, I'm so sorry if the Super Bowl advertisement caused anyone in my family pain. The ad was created and aired by the American Values Super PAC without any involvement or imp- approval from my campaign. FEC rules prohibit Super PACs from consulting with me or my staff. So the, that w- I'm sorry, Don. The, the Kennedy family, it's un- it's really kind of sad, but they were they were nasty. They very quickly said they used images, and now there are allegations of plagiarism. They're looking into whether or not they could have done this. Oh. So the Kennedy f- family saw that, and they've said they used images of my uncle or my mother, et cetera, et cetera. They weren't allowed to do this. Plagiarism. And they would be horrified. Yeah, they would be horrified yeah. with his health stance because of vaccines, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was, it's a shame. That they're split over. I wonder, it, it what Claudine, I wonder what Claudine Gay thinks about this copy and paste job. By the way, <laughs> I know legally, I know legally, he can't have any involvement in this. But you know, there was a little wink and a nod. Oh, it was geez, a, yeah. it was a genius. It, it was. It was a genius ad. So mm-hmm. there's no question in my mind that he had a uh, that he knew it was happening. He he can't say it, right? Obviously for legal reasons. Sure. But I I believe that he knew. All right. Cut sheet coming up at 7.45. Also, Donald Trump with his post on truth about Taylor Swift, why I think it's a losing endeavor, uh, coming up a little bit later as well. By the way, one more reason. I said this in the 6 o'clock hour why I don't think Biden's dropping out. Did you see Biden's social media with the picture of him? With, with the eyes? With the dark Brandon thing. It's just, just as we scripted it or mm-hmm. whatever. What, what do you think he's hinting at there? That they we scripted the Super Bowl for Taylor. He's taking a shot at all those people that think that the the NFL is scripted and that she's a psyop. Yep, yep. <laughs> so now that post was at like ten forty five last night. So Joe, oh, was, he didn't do Joe it. was well within there's, his REM cycle of sleep. There's zero chance he did it. But <laughs> I'm just telling you that does not to me look like a guy or a campaign that is ready to drop out. Could be a stubborn old man going down with the ship. We shall see. Let's get to the news. Round number two on this Monday morning at 7.04, the great Don Stensland. And good morning on this Monday morning, February 12th. 42 degrees, headed up to 51. I'll tell you when the snow, slush, and precipitation and a major weather change will begin. We are sponsored this morning by Turn 7 Liquidation 
in Kalen Company News Live. First and foremost, a violent, deadly weekend in Philadelphia. One man killed during an apparent robbery and several other shootings, according to police, including involving teenagers at a house party. Those teens recovering this morning from their injuries, which are non-life-threatening. Police across Philadelphia say they're investigating those shootings with no suspects in custody. Bomb squad responding to a Southwest Philadelphia apartment complex. That happened early this morning. We know that an unknown device exploded, and this happened on the 4500 block of Larchwood Avenue. According to police, that device went off. We don't know if it was some kind of a homemade device. Was this part of a Super Bowl celebration? We're trying to get that information, but the man was rushed to the hospital. Bomb squad doing a good job on that one, evacuating the building as per protocol, so nobody else injured. So that one's under investigation. And we also have Philadelphia police releasing new images of a suspect they believe fired a gun right into a, into or around a crowd of juveniles, the Utes, as they're calling them, the juveniles, right near Temple University's campus. That happened over the weekend on Saturday. So this was one of those crowdsourced gatherings, up to 500 teens and children, according to police, gathering right near the Leocora Center on Broad Street and running around that area and sometimes running into traffic, so halting traffic, so a lot of mayhem. But ultimately, the problem was somebody fired a weapon. Yeah. And so they're they're looking for this individual. I'm trying to envision the the children running into the street there on Broad. I mean, if you've ever been to the Leah Chorus Center, it's right there on the temples, right in the heart of their campus. I, I, I can't imagine what 12, 13, 14, 15 year olds are doing running. I mean, that's a very big, I mean, you could completely get clipped by a car just like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Um, and you would know as a Temple alum well, and, and, and grad. And, and, the, so, and the sidewalk area is not that big. Yeah. I mean, the Leah Chorus Center is right on the street. You don't see arenas right on curbs, and it's, it's literally right there. It's a great point. So they did, from from all accounts, We've Temple's been under fire, so Temple, as far as the university and police um, speaking out, and the union speaking out about coordination efforts, by all accounts, this one, they knew this was coming. They were monitoring social media, working with Philadelphia police, and they were trying to shut this situation down. University Office of Public Safety saying they were aware of that meetup on social media, so they were monitoring the crowd. So uh, they're, they're looking for this individual and trying to figure this out. Did not involve, as Nick pointed out, in the 6 a.m. hour, did not involve any students, and they did a pretty good job by all accounts of warning all the kids on and off campus as far as Temple University students just avoid that area. So we've got that going on. Also looking at the situation involving Pennsylvania State Representative Kevin Boyle, Democrat from Philadelphia, obviously from a powerful family with the with uh, his brother. So in this case, he's banned from a Montgomery County bar, caught on video berating employees, according to police, threatening female staff members at the bar. Uh, this is there's a lot swirling around this. He was at this popular uh, hunting, uh, excuse me, it's a popular bar on Huntington Pike. In Pennsylvania, Gall and uh, Gall and Company Malt House. So a lot of different. The problem is this is on video, and it's it's not a look good look. And there are many calls for his resignation, that sort of thing. But he is from you know a powerful political family, and so ultimately, all you know, he's up for re-election, 
And well, this should help. But, yeah. So <laughs> it's just like, didn't hurt before. Apparently, do you think he played the uh, "Do you know who I am?" card at the bar? Uh, yeah, that that's one of the allegations here. <laughs> uh, so intimidation. So, you know, he's had a troubled history while in office that we all know he was arrested in 2021, charged with harassment and violation of a protection from abuse order from his own wife. Mm. Some some domestic issues. And at the time, remember, former Governor Tom Wolf had called on him to resign. You know, you have to be a real unsavory character to be banned from a bar, right? Like, think about all the times that, like, you know, bartenders and waiters deal with unruly customers, but they never really kick you out or ban you forever. This guy has really pushed the envelope. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know what, there's always a the lesser brother. So he's, he's, uh, he's U.S. Rep. Uh, Brandon Boyle's brother. And so... Is that what you tell your kids? Yeah, right? <laughs> Don't of, shame your brother. One of No, no, no. That one of them is the lesser of no, the I two? No, of course yeah. not. So why would you say that about somebody <laughs> else's <lesser> kids? <laughs> I was thinking in politics. Okay. You know what I mean? No, no, like, no, no I, always I, I like, understand. I'm just saying. Well, I reveal new rankings for my daughters each week. So they're, <laughs> always, they're, they're always fighting for the top spot in power rankings. If they come out Sunday morning. <laughs> Who's daddy's favorite? Compete to be daddy's favorite and go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Olivia. Mia's in the one spot this week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you can you can undo it real quickly. It's awesome. That Tough. is awesome. So we'll see if behind the scenes, if uh, Governor Shapiro, like Governor Wolf, you know, it's it's amazing these guys somehow continue to get reelected. We'll see if it costs him the election or if he perhaps resigns. And speaking of politics, this was the first official visit to Pennsylvania of 2024 for former president donald j trump and uh speaking at that big we, we told you about this upcoming at the big national rifle association gathering there in harrisburg so trump speaking out i know we'll have the sound on it but speak had a few things to say about biden about classified documents i think he went from harrisburg on friday to what south carolina on saturday yeah yeah so he was on the move this week busy yeah a grueling schedule and also, I should mention this morning, the Israeli military confirming they rescued two hostages who were kidnapped by Hamas in the October 7th terror attack on innocent civilians. So they're identified. The two men are identified as 60-year-old Fernando Marmon and 70-year-old Louis Har freed from captivity after Israeli soldiers raided a residential building in Rafah where at least seven people were also killed. So apparently they're, they're dual citizen, Argentinian, Israeli citizens, but they were among those. So we still have many hostages over there. Just wanted to update that, that they are listed in good medical condition, thankfully. So mm-hmm. I know we're talking a lot about what's going on in the Middle East and as well, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, his number two in power at this point because he is back in the hospital due to some complications with his um, urinary uh, bladder, I believe. And this has to do with, with his prostate cancer issues. So that one's in the headline. A lot of people were doing interviews, I know, on our air over the weekend, just talking about men's prostate health. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to get those medical checkups. Another reminder, it's such a preventable cancer yep. and such a treatable cancer. Yep. I think it's, is it, is it, I think I asked this question last week. Is it 40 or 50 when they recommend you start getting that examined as a man? Because if it's 40, I'll go. I mean, I just turned 40 last month. I think I'm it depends. not ending up like that. I think it depends on your 
family history. Yes. Family history. Yeah. So in my history, I should probably, I probably should have been checked 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, we had OJ Simpson over the weekend. It's kind yeah. of bizarre, but he was, he was just, he just released that he was yeah, prostate a, cancer, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a shame. Too bad it didn't Stop. happen 40 years ago. Yeah. 40 years guy. ago. Yeah. They might have to, uh, Maybe cut, they might have to cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe his ex-wife and Ron Goldman would still be here yeah. if he would have kicked the bucket from prostate cancer. Yeah. So I guess maybe the doctors will take a stab at it. Real shame. I hope he makes it. Yeah. You Get know. it stabbed. I'm praying for him. Yeah. It's a sin. I'm praying it's for him that he makes it. just uh, another slice of life. <laughs> Nick. God. I it's can't, a sin. It's a guy sin. can't die fast enough. I know. Uh, I was trying to look for local angles to the Super Bowl Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, Mama Kelsey's got another champion in the house. I know, that? right? Right. Um, by the way, they've they've re- they have officially been declared to have reached Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid, obviously. What? Why? Why did we let him go again? Now I forget. Because our fans are just insufferable people that can, just can't take it. Can we put up the video, Phil, of Travis Kelsey pushing and screaming at uh, at Andy Reid? Because yeah. I really want to play this and which is great i want to get your comments on this nick hale this is the uh there we go oh boy look at that he was he uh, dropped his menu <laughs> i missed his play chart i'm sorry you don't do that to a head coach no but you know we i i've seen it at times where the coach and the player get a little animated and there's a little bit of a physical contact i think kelsey was just and apparently he was so angry that they took him out of the game for a play or two based on a formation. And he was basically bickering, like, don't take me out. This is the Super Bowl. I want to play every single play. Is this a... Uh... I think it's a side effect of Pfizer, personally. <laughs> no, that's no, not. It's not. Just, that's just speculation. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't wrong. He did great in the second half. No, he had a great game. I kind of figured he would. But you, you, don't, but you can't do that. You don't push and scream at your head no. coach. No. You just don't do it. For the I most get part, it. you're right. I get it. Tensions are high. You know what I mean, but like this is a this is a spoiled athlete, yeah. who was just who is no, yeah. Jason a, Kelsey would never have done no. that to Nick Sirianni. This is a now, bad, can this you, is a bad move by him? Can you play the video of Taylor spanking him for doing that? Oh, oh she spanked him. <laughs> no. Ooh. Ooh. Bad. Right, look, I told you guys I'm not a hater on Taylor Swift. I bet on the Chiefs I yesterday. I had a prop bet on Travis Kelsey. So everybody's happy today. Travis is happy. Taylor's happy. Nikki's happy. We're all happy today. He should apologize. He sh- he really should publicly apologize and say, "I meant no disrespect. I love Andrew. I know he loves him like a father." You want a hot take right here? What? I think Travis Kelsey retires in the next couple of days. Yeah, really. I, I agree with you. He's going to mm-hmm. like make babies with Taylor. Get I, married. This I summer. think they're going to get married. I yep. think he's going to say, "You know what? I've got three championships the last five yep. years. I like my brother. The podcast we do." Here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing about that clip with him screaming. At, in Andy Reid's face. Andy Reid is an elderly man, an older man, yeah. who's obese. It, he could have scared him into having a heart attack. Yeah. I'm dead oh, serious. Greg. I am dead you, serious. I am you know, dead serious. It's enough. Classic, now, he's a big guy. Classic, and he's a toxic top, male masculinity. He's, he's obese. This is, this is what we're talking about. You know, the, 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 these, these are big, tough guys. And big, Andy Reid is a big... Cis males are a problem. I mean, it was disrespectful. He didn't hurt him. But he needs to publicly apologize and say, I'm, I'm, you, you are know, correct though. With I'm the mortified. Lesser, the lesser brother. He's definitely yeah. the lesser brother. Yeah. <laughs> and mean, I, and I, I mean, he has more rings and he has Taylor Swift. So actually he's the, he's the greater brother. But. <laughs> and I'm surprised, and I'm surprised that the, uh, 
Swifty's sitting like, oh my God, did you tell her? Is he rough with you like that? I was just like, going oh to say that. I was just going to yeah. say that. If he can move it's Andy, not a problem. he can move Taylor. Yeah, watch out, watch out Taylor for their first uh, fight because yeah. we've, we've seen signs of what Travis Kelsey oh. is like when he's upset. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Stirring it up. It's going to make for a hell of a breakup song. That might... <laughs> And then he shook me, and he yelled in my face. Dun, 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 dun. He shook me all night long. Yeah, that, yeah. that one's already taken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so, just telling you that's a pattern there. Yep. Oof. Yep. Uh, by the way, Beware, I, Taylor. I was looking for a local. I was just looking for something like a local angle. So I will just say that uh, violin native Isaiah Pacquiao. He he. Pa- Am I saying his name right? I hope I'm not. Mer- Isaiah Pacquiao. I don't know who's that. Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco. Oh, the Chiefs running back. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I thought you were talking, talking about the boxer Pacquiao. They, they only said his name like 50 million times yeah, yeah, last he night. He's got the ball more than anybody else, but yeah. Don Pacquiao. Yeah. He played yes. at Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a violent uh, high school. Sorry, Pacheco. Is he? He's uh, from Violent, New Jersey. So he's his his nickname is Pop Pop Pacheco. Oh. But he's a violent high school grad, superstar Rutgers grad. So the, the uh, they were, you know, locally. I was yeah. just trying to bring a local yeah. angle to it. Yeah, he yeah. fumbled in the game, too. Yes, he did. So there well, we have that. He looked like he was ready to cry on the sideline. <laughs> like, damn, I fumbled in the big game. We are sponsored by Turn 7 Liquidations. Overstock emergency. Turn 7 must liquidate to the bare walls immediately. No games. All name brand merch from the biggest online retailers. Sacrifice. Up to 90% off Turn 7, Philadelphia Mills, Moorestown Mall. Hurry, Turn 7 liquidations. Let me get to the forecast really quick here because it's a very important one as we think about what's going on uh, today. 51 degrees. It's beautiful. But tomorrow is the big change up. So get ready for precipitation. So we're going to see some snow. We're going to see some rain. We're going to see some slush. So we could have... It's it's three inches of precipitation, but how does that what what is the form of the three inches? That's the big question as we move forward. So we're looking at this if it's an ever changing forecast, and that's the problem. Does it say when it's supposed to start? So it, after midnight, right? Yeah. Oh. So so today we're fine. It's it doesn't affect us today. So our commute tomorrow yeah, morning could stink. That's what we're looking at. Cool. When I said the timing, so you, you just got to watch it, but. We could see heavy precipitation at times. Ultimately, the high tomorrow, it's too warm. It warms up into the 40s, but ultimately, um, it'll melt off. But the question is the timing of the morning rush, the afternoon rush. So we're watching that one very carefully. Kale and Company News Live. All right. Thank you very much, Dawn. 718. Coming up next, Rove says it won't be Michelle and why Trump should leave Taylor alone. We're back after this as we continue on Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. But let me tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. The thing that I love about working with our friends from the Piazza Auto Group is getting to test drive so many of their amazing vehicles. And yes, I love my Honda Ridgeline truck and I've got my great lease set up for the next couple of years. But you never know. There could be something that catches your eye. And one thing that did catch my eye was about three and a half weeks ago, I test drove the 2024 Honda Pilot Trail Sport SUV, which features a seven-mode drive system, trail watch, multi-camera view, beautiful 18-inch alloy wheels, and all the technology you can imagine, including 
wireless Apple CarPlay. Now, this is their big, powerful SUV, fully loaded, and it's capable of going off-roading. That's why it's the Trail Sport model. And you're also going to love the third-row seating. So if you have a couple of kids and you're heading to a practice or it's a sleepover night, that third row will come in handy. And you can check out all of their Honda Pilot models at a variety of locations, including Philadelphia, Pottstown, Reading, Springfield, and Langhorn, or just shop all the inventory in one convenient destination, piazzaautogroup.com. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. 20 minutes away from a Monday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. Just about an hour away from keyword number eight for our Disney Cruise Vacation giveaway. You gotta love the New York Times Dual headlines over the last couple of months. Three months ago, New York Times headline, Donald Trump is mentally unfit. No exam needed. Three mental health professionals who contributed to the, quote, dangerous case of Donald Trump cite recent actions that confirm their worries. Yet just last week, the New York Times with a headline for Joe Biden, memory loss requires careful diagnosis, scientists say. A federal investigator said that the president, Joe Biden, had, quote, poor memory and diminished faculties, but such a diagnosis would require close medical assessment, experts said. One person, even though he's not really liked in many circles these days of the Republican Party, is top GOP strategist Karl Rove, uh, who has a very interesting point that he makes in the New York Post. And I think it's interesting because we've all talked to some degree and had an opinion one way or the other on Michelle Obama. Uh, I, I have thought for a while that she could be a long shot, you know, Dark Horse Surprise, uh, although Carl Rove has come out and said we need to stop bringing up Michelle Obama, that it is not going to happen, uh, saying, quote, no, look, she hates politics. She didn't want her husband to run for the state Senate. She didn't want him to run for the presidency. She is not a political animal. Rove goes on to say, quote, people would say that Barack's trying to get a third term as president and they wouldn't go for it. It's a weird obsession of the conspiratorial right, and it's just lunacy, pure lunacy. He also goes on to say, they thought somehow or another Biden was going to be pushed aside by Obama, Andrew Cuomo was going to be the Democratic candidate, and his running mate was going to be Michelle Obama. Quote, she loves the life that she lives you can rule her out for politics. So if that's the case, folks, and you believe Joe will be replaced at some point, well, let's quickly just go through the names. Michelle, according to Carl Rove, is out. She hates politics. Joe, as we know, would be replaced because of his diminished faculties. Kamala is completely inept, and in some polls, she polls lower with net favorability than Joe. I would just assume that the logical successor would be Gavin Newsom. I mean, I think there's a reason why he was campaigning in South Carolina running ads. I think there's a reason why he was in Las Vegas at the Super Bowl this past weekend. Uh, But we'll see if, in fact, Joe gets replaced and when he gets replaced. We've actually done a lot of flip-flopping. Greg has gone from Joe being replaced to now Joe will be the guy. I thought they would drag uh, Joe's carcass to the finish line. Now I think they will replace him. And there's a good chance that we might flip-flop two or three more times before we get to Labor Day. 100%. I always say that I I mm-hmm. 
reserve the right to change my opinion. As new information a, comes out, yes. And, and on a 10-minute basis, if that's the case. Yep, no doubt about it. 855-839-1210. We'll come back, work our way towards the cut sheet. I think Donald Trump should leave one individual alone. I'll give you who it is and why I think so next. Plus, you will also hear a very interesting commentary from Bill Maher on Friday night from his show about Trump, MAGA, and one television sensation. We're back after this. Stay right there. You know, if your family's like mine, when the cold weather comes in, the crock pot comes out. Problem is, I don't always have time to go to the store, spend a ton of money and time getting all the ingredients, coming home, prepping everything for the next day, chopping and cutting, etc., This is where whatacrock.com comes in. Their delicious, ready-made meals truly makes dinner so easy. All I do, put a meal in my slow cooker in the morning, run around all day. When I come home, dinner is good to go, just ready, waiting, and simmering. And unlike most, quote, meal kit companies, you know those? There is no subscription or prepping of the ingredients required. This is a key point, okay, because some of them, they send you raw veggies and all the ingredients. You have to spend a ton of time putting it all together. That's not what this is. Literally, I'm talking about you get it, you drop the meal into your slow cooker, and dinner is handled. There's a huge difference there. And although there's not a subscription required, if you want one, you can get a subscription. In other words, repeat from the menu if you love it. Whatacrock.com has a huge menu of meals to try from classics like the old-fashioned pot roast or the chicken Alfredo. I'll tell you, I did the old-fashioned pot roast last week. We There's so much food. We sold leftovers this weekend. Larry loved it. He's like, oh, I love that stuff. You got to make more of that. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'll, I'll make more. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. But they also have some of the newer ones, like the chicken parm meatballs, which are delicious, and lobster ravioli. For the, for the big game yesterday, entertaining, I had, they also have some great cheese dips and different types of dip that you can put in there. It's so delicious and it, it makes entertaining easy too, which I just love. Make sure you use promo code WPHT at checkout. Get $10 off at whatacrock.com. WPHT, that's the code, WPHT. Get 10 bucks off. Whatacrock.com. Whatacrock.com. So delicious. Trust me, you're going to love it. Make sure you tell them Dawn sent you. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company here on this Monday morning. What's on the cut sheet in just about seven minutes time? You have my word. I swear to God. Uh-oh. This will be the last time. That I talk about Taylor Swift on this radio program, That's unless not true. Uh, That's not true. unless there's major news. I mean, she will get involved in the 2024 campaign, and election, we will t- so. and we will talk about it's it not true. When, once that happens. Okay. But until then, uh, we are putting uh, Taylor on the back burner. But we have to get through this last story because <laughs> Trump because Trump provoked it yesterday. He did. Uh-oh. He poked the blame bear. Trump. We all got to blame Trump. I'm going to put my CNN hat on here and say, I think this is a threat to democracy, Don. Uh, so Donald Trump goes to Truth Social yesterday, a couple of hours before kickoff, and posted the following. He said, I signed and was responsible for the Music Modernization Act for Taylor Swift and all other musical artists. Joe Biden didn't do anything for Taylor and never will. There's no way she could endorse crooked Joe Biden, the worst and most corrupt president in the history of our country, and be disloyal to the man who made her so much money. Besides that, I like her boyfriend, Travis, 
even though he may be a liberal and probably can't stand me. <laughs> I would just say this to Trump, and you're, I'm going to play you this Bill Maher clip in a moment. Don't poke the bear. You're not going... Here's the re- People don't want to hear this. Her reach is bigger than yours. She has more followers. She has more people obsessed with her than you have that are obsessed with you. And the last thing, and look, she probably is going to get involved in politics. But why, when you're struggling with women voters, and we've seen the poll numbers, and we've seen everything that says post-Roe v. Wade, Republicans are in major, major doo-doo, and we already know that you your numbers in 2016 with single, childless, career-oriented females dipped from 16 to 20, and then you throw in the summer of 2022, Roe v. Wade, in the fall of 2024, I'm just being real. Like, dude, you don't, you don't want women angry at you. And, and Taylor Swift is the most powerful female on the planet right now, whether you like it or not. She is the top dog. She is sitting at the peak of the mountain. There's no reason to go on Truth Social which is your own little eco chamber and rile up your base. That's great. But now that this, if this, if this truth post is shared on CNN or MSNBC or Apple or Rolling Stone or anywhere like a very entry level person from a voting standpoint consumes their news and is just scrolling their timeline and sees Trump roasts Taylor on truth. It's not going to help you win over female voters, man. But all he said was the business aspect of it, which is true. And I think he's appealing to those. You mentioned uh, Jamie Dimon, who spoke in New Hampshire, actually. This is the second or third time, uh, you know, that, that CEO Jamie Dimon has spoken out. So I think he's just mentioning the business aspect of it. Yeah. And, and the factual part of it, you're right. It is factually correct. But these people don't look at facts. That's the that's the concerning part for me. You know, if you're a female on the fence, you're not going to some of them. I shouldn't say all of them because some of them might say, and we've played you those clips. Now, those were Trump voters from 2020 females in Pennsylvania that said, yeah, ab- abortion and Roe v. Wade. It's an issue, but it's not the number one issue. But there's a lot of people out there that are just not going to look at the facts with the economy or immigration or the border and crime, and they're going to vote. You know, uninformed, based off of feelings, based off of eight or nine words in a sentence that they saw on the headline of a story. I just look at it and I'm like, you're doing so well with the Hispanic vote. You've won people over in the black vote. Don't do anything to shoot yourself in the foot further with females, because that could be the reason you lose. And it could be closer than it was the first time around. Mm-hmm. Um, let me play you this clip, a little uh, cut sheet uh, appetizer. This was Bill Maher on Friday night on Real Time on HBO, talking about Trump, MAGA, and Taylor Swift. Take a listen to this clip from Bill's show Friday evening. The big Valentine story is Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Bob, you've covered many Super Bowls. I have. Uh, I w- have hesitated to cover Taylor Swift like it's a national news story, but... I swear to God, after all my years of experience doing this, this is a national news story in the sense that this is a person who could literally swing the election. I don't know what that says about this country, but 
I would just say to the MAGA people, you should be very careful attacking her because this is someone who transcends parties. I mean, this is a country girl, right? Her first, she started yeah. out as a country artist. This is a white girl from Pennsylvania, I think, grew up on a farm, right? Mm -hmm. Never had a black boyfriend. Had <laughs> Just saying, there's, there's, there's time. Uh, there's time. There's but time I, I mean, you know. I just he's had a lot of boyfriends yeah. that we all know about. Uh, you know, if it's maggots full of racists, they gotta like that. You know, I mean. Oh my gosh! Unbelievable. It's eighty percent black. She couldn't find one there. I mean. Anyway, you think you get in no, trouble for saying that? No. Criticize anybody yeah, for he anything. doesn't get in trouble for saying just, anything. I'm just saying, this is somebody you could really get in trouble with. Yeah. As far as attacking <laughs> really? with, for MAGA, because oh, okay. Trump's people, they're already registered and voting for him. Her voters, perhaps, are not registered at all. And yeah. she doesn't have to say who she's voting for. All she has to say is get yeah. registered. It, They'll know. They, they know who she's voting for. It's not changing for. minds. It's turnout. Right. Would affect. Right. Mm -hmm. So... I think you could be awaking a sleeping until the afternoon giant here. <laughs> and and that, that's, that's kind of the way I was trying to position it based off of the Trump post on truth. I'm just saying, I know people roll their eyes. They're sick of hearing her name. Trust me, I am as well. I just think that at the end of the day, if she gets on her platform in the spring and the summer and then the fall, and I think Bill's right. She doesn't have to say, I'm endorsing Joe Biden. All she has to do is say, go register to vote, and people will know what she means. And these Swifties, they'll do it. If she asks them to jump, they ask how high. If she says jump off the bridge into Delaware, the Swifties will do it. And those that are 18 and eligible to vote, I think they would follow what she says. We've seen it already. She got 35,000 people registered. The election in 2020 was determined by 40,000 voters. Taylor Swift at the uh, the snap of a finger and at the, uh, the the drop of a post could impact the election. It's, it's just so frustrating to me. It's just so frustrating to me. It's that, superficial that this, is that, what it is. That this dope can control <laughs> a voting block. It's just it's it is. And but you and believe I'm not just, it. You believe it, right? One hundred percent. Okay. And and Bob Costas, even though he made some horrendous points on that show because I watched the entire thing, um, he is correct in saying that it's not he. She's gonna. She's not gonna change minds, but she'll affect turnout. Right. If she tells people to go register a vote, if she tells people to turn out, even without saying who she is endorsing, mm -hmm. which would be very smart of her not to. Yeah. Uh, th then that will. Yes, she could get more people to register and vote. I agree. All right, seven forty-six Monday morning. Let's get to another edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. What's What's on the cut sheet on this Monday is sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo, where right now you can get a sensational 2023 S60, courtesy of Volvo, for less than $29,000. These beautiful Volvos have less than 5,000 miles on them. Hurry to Cherry Hill Volvo today to get yours. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Coming up the big President's Day weekend, check out Cherry Hill Volvo on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Okay, let's. we, we made reference to this earlier. Joe Biden came out with a... It wasn't really an ad. It was more of a... He put it on social. I think he put it out Friday or Saturday. And it was talking about uh, while you're Super Bowl shopping, while you're shopping for all your things, did you notice the smaller than usual products? <laughs> That's his big thing now, shrinkflation, yes, right? Yes, yes. So I guess he's appealing to who? The people who 
Do the grocery shopping, right? Wait, is this Joe Biden said it's shrinking? (laughs) You know what this reminds me of? Blue Chew? (laughs) (laughs) Promo code 1210. Thank you very much. I like that. Um, What this reminds me of is, Don, do you, you remember when Andy Rooney used to do that thing on 60 Minutes? You know what really gets to me is when the... We pay more and we're getting less. It's like one of those. Like, it's I don't know how he appeals to the younger voters by this, but uh, you know, whatever. Uh, this is this is Biden, Andy Rooney talking about. You know what really chaps my ass? <laughs> Cut one, Phil. Go. It's Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing: sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. What's with the drum music? I'm calling to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. Wow. I feel like I'm at a high school football game on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I got to be honest. I have not noticed many products shrinking in size. Certainly not bottles of drinks like Gatorade or anything like that. I oh, have... no, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's 100% a real thing. I know it is. The only place I've noticed specifically is with my pizza. I've noticed dough is thinner. Uh-oh. You get less cheese. Make it at home. Yeah. Well... I should take Zioli up on the offer. He's been inviting me over a million times for a fresh pizza. But I, I, I've noticed it in a few areas. But like, if mm. of all the of all the things that you can, so let's think about this. He turns down Nora O'Donnell for yeah. the three to five minute interview. He decides to put out a prepackaged video yep. heading into the weekend. He doesn't talk about how the economy, what his goal is to continue on with getting you know inflation back to where it needs to be. He does not mention anything about a border. He doesn't talk about anything that really matters. Although he decided to go shrinkflation. Which I guess is a is a mild upgrade over his junk fee wars that he's been battling in for a while. Like I mean, the things that this guy gets caught up in. Yeah. I mean, I think I think junk fees and shrinkflation it matters, but it's it like the sure twenty does. it's like the twenty seventh or twenty eighth most important thing on my mind today. Though they just never hit on the stuff that really matters. Yeah, I I agree with you. I thought that that whole video was just odd, and I didn't. Like the, the 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 music in the background, and I just you know, I and, know. and in that setting, by the way, with that recorded video, yeah, I mean, y- you could take twenty five different cuts of it, twenty five different takes, right? Mm-hmm. He probably screwed that thing up seventeen different times before <laughs> they got it right. So you, you could so? you could tailor it to anything specifically. You could doctor it. You can edit it. Mm-hmm. You can make it look as good as possible for the guy who's delivering the message and the subject of the message. Shrinkflation. All because the guy doesn't want his Turkey Hill ice cream container to be 3% smaller. By the way, Don, did you notice something he said in there, uh, meaning Nick Kale said uh, that Zioli has offered him many times? Yeah, over I did for, notice that. Uh, did you, in the in the many <clears throat> years that we worked with Rich Zioli, did you ever get an invite over to his house? For no, a not. We, no. Uh, we didn't get an official no. invitation. Get, get well, an official huh. invitation. Greg, you have no gripes because you wouldn't, you wouldn't leave your house anyway. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, that's true. <laughs> neither, neither does Don, so maybe, maybe yeah. that's true. Yeah. But I just, yeah. 
I just think it's odd that yeah. you get the invite and we don't. Okay, yeah. this is uh, we played this we played this earlier. I'm going to play it again. Uh, this is the RFK Jr. Super Bowl presidential campaign ad where he takes from his uncle from 1960. Now we debated this earlier. He he claims he had nothing to do with it. It was a pack. He obviously has to say that because of le- legality reasons. Um, uh, but to me, I don't know. To me, to me, it's a pretty effective campaign. Um, this is cut eighteen. Phil, we're going to play it again. Go. Do you want a man for president who's seasoned through and through? A man who's old enough to know and young enough to do? Well, it's up to you, it's up to you, it's strictly up to you. American Value 2024 is responsible for the content of this advertisement. Well, the 60s were a charming time, were they not? <laughs> so innocent. I love that innocent jingle. Yeah. It's back when politics wasn't so divisive and mean-spirited. Uh, I got to say, if you're ranking the three top contenders, uh, I guess we'll throw Nikki into the bunch as well, who had the best Super Bowl weekend. I would say RFK number one. Uh, Biden obviously has had the worst weekend, and then you got Trump and Nikki in between. I, I think I think that campaign, I mean, I know he can't claim credit for it, um, but I think that there's probably a decent portion. My wife's uncle, I've told you about, who's part Alex Jones, part Bernie Sanders, <laughs> uh, he, he texted me during it. He's a big RFK Jr. guy, and I think there are people probably in their 60s, maybe even 70s. I think, he's, I think my wife's uncle just turned 69 this past year. I think that, that campaign resonates with those people. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. By the way, we didn't, we didn't get into uh, ranking the, uh, the commercials for the Super Bowl last night. Any stand out to you, Nick Hale? Honestly, the, the RFK Jr. one was the first one that caught my mind just because I can recall that that was in the first half last night. Yep. Um, what was the one with, um, oh, God. The girl from SNL, not not Polar, the other blonde. Tina Fey. No, not Tina Fey. She came after Amy Fo- uh, Amy Polar and Tina Fey. Uh, Kate um, McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Oh, with the cat. With the cat. Yeah. That was early on. That was like the first quarter of the game last yes. night. Yes. That caught my eye. The meow. Yeah. I will say. I did I, love that one. I wasn't blown away by anything, but I didn't think anything was egregious I love, either. I love the Jesus commercials, as they're calling them, but they, he gets you with the foot washing. I thought that was early on too. Well, they they no, they aired. Look at clearly Jesus has the most money out of any. They aired like three commercials during uh, the whole. Well, and then there was a Mark Wahlberg one. Yes, uh, which was the best one. Crow fishing on YouTube chat says couch potatoes hands down. That was Pluto TV. Uh, that was a very good ad. It aired it aired twice. Okay. Um, it was basically telling everybody that Pluto TV is free. Oh, so you can just download it, and you know what I mean. Okay. Where everything else is a subscription. I think that was I. I wrote some down, you know, because I prepare for the show. Um, <laughs> uh, the Kawasaki with the mullets. Was hysterical. Short in the front, party in the back. It has those little um, ATVs. Was that one? Was that the one with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And even the dog they put like it was so funny. Even the dog they put Mm -hmm. the mullet when it drives by. Yep. The BMW with Christopher Walken. 
Oh, that that was where they all did Christopher Walken impressions. <laughs> did you watch? Did you watch the Super Bowl last night, Nick? Yeah, I said. I said. I told you, Steve. <laughs> Austin present? Was in, Steve Austin was in the Kawasaki commercial. <laughs> they all blend in, though. I, I've got so many things going on when I'm watching this game with my bets and everything. Um, the State Farm with Arnold Schwarzenegger saying "neighbor." Yeah. Amazing. Neighbor. And then the sheep. Neighbor. Yeah, and then the sheep, and then they had uh, Danny DeVito at the end for. <laughs> but my favorite one was the Dunkin' Donuts. Well, now it's just called Duncan with Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Tom yeah. Brady. By the way, Tom Brady in like three different right? commercials. That was yeah. crazy. Get ready. He's yeah. the new Romo. Uh, oh, God. I'm he's better you. than Romo. Oh, I, I think he will be, too, but he's going to be jammed down our throats now. And it was cute. At the end, J-Lo goes, okay, you guys could go. Tom, you can stay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The, you know, go they were on. a boy band. It go- was yeah. It was funny. Going into the Super Bowl, we told you that there was not going to be any controversial ads. We gave mm-hmm. you that story oh. about advertisers dialing it back because they don't want the social media backlash. The only thing that I saw, and I saw it this morning, because I legitimately stayed off of, of, of Twitter throughout the whole day yesterday for the most part, up at like starting at 3 o'clock. Um, I guess they did the Black National Anthem and the National Anthem Stop for the United with States. It. It's not the Black National Anthem. Stop saying that. It's not the Black National Anthem. But what is it then? It's called... Lift every voice and sing. By the way, yes. by the way, it was originally a Christian hymn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was initially sung as a celebration of Republican President Abraham Lincoln. So everybody's sitting here saying, oh, it's the woke national anthem. Mm-hmm. It was it was originally sung for Republican President gotta go. Abraham Lincoln. I want I, there's one national anthem for everybody in this country. I, I, I don't disagree with yeah, you, that, but it's not the, the black national anthem. The whole point being that this this nonsense that we have to live in this world where, oh, everybody just seems to hate each other, so let's have separate graduations and let's have separate anthems, yet all we're told is about diversity, equity, and inclusion, yet, the, yet playing two different anthems is divisive in nature, regardless of where it came from or who it appeals to. I mean, we play America the Beautiful and the Star Spangled Banner, and it's the same. You know concept, what I mean? Same concept. The national anthem. What? Why? This sh- they shouldn't call the they. This should just be the religious anthem or whatever it is. Like they should take the black out of it yeah. and make and just make it a, you know a Christian hymn or whatever. Okay, whatever you want to do. I just want one. I want one anthem for the entire country. At sporting events. And I'm also tired of But there's already not one. Yeah, but there's also these people that want to do away with all of it. Like, no, we're not going to do away with all of it. We're not going to change history for the sake of those, uh, the small percentage that share vocal outrage that are offended. Like, this is the United States of America. This is what we have played forever. If you don't like it, don't go. If you don't like it, don't show up. If you don't like it, don't stand. But then you're going to be ridiculed. Take your hat off, stand up, and just pay your respects. Because we're sitting here arguing over watching too much of Tom Brady or Taylor Swift. We don't get to do that if it wasn't for those that laid their life down in this country. I'm just, I'm, I'm just tired of all the, the hypocritical messaging on inclusiveness, yet we're doing all these, these exclusionary activities and events. It runs counter to the message you're trying to sell. Yeah. Does it not? Yep. But I do think it was appropriate because it was February 11th, technically... February 12th, um, it, this is technically Lincoln's birthday. And so they played it yesterday, and that was, it was written and performed for his, in the honor of his birthday. I think that's, I think that's pretty cool. Lorenzo said Creed Paramount was good. I did see that one. I'm, I'm assuming that's artificial intelligence, or that was, perfor- that was recorded prior to him passing, obviously, last week. 
If who, you saw that, who passed? Uh, Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers. No, 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 Cre- no. Cre- the band Creed is what he's talking about. No, Creed. Creed. Apollo, Apollo Creed, Creed was in Carl Weathers was in fan- the Fanduel commercial. Oh, he's talking about Creed. Okay, yeah, he's talking about Creed. The band was in the Paramount commercial. Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> you missed everything. I don't see them all. <laughs> oh Anthony, cut audio for the show coming up. <laughs> A lot of audio to cut. A lot of audio to cut, Anthony. Get <laughs> get with it. Get Please. to it. Yeah, or else you're going to hear... Uh, no, wait. Fire! Anthony, <laughs> Anthony you are fire! Uh, two more with the Beyonce trying to break the internet with Verizon was right. really funny. And the Doritos with the two old uh, Mexican or Spanish ladies um, chasing down like, like, they were at a, like they were a drug cartel. This is hysterical. Funny. Right. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember everything. That's why there's a thing called uh, uh, your phone that you can take notes on. Stayed off. Did not touch my phone. Sat in my little recliner. Ate some chips. Okay. And a beautiful queso and guac. Mm, nice. I'm waiting for him. It's like it's like when you have the little pot of water on the stove and you're just waiting for the just it's coming. It's worse when ninety million when, people watch it, you'd think you'd you have a few things to say about it. That's I, all I'm saying. I, had, I had a few things okay. to say about it. Okay. You you know when when a stalker gets aggravated yeah. because he gets quiet. <laughs> like that's the worst. But I you so you guys didn't like the he gets me no. Nobody liked it. I thought it was nice. The the, the, uh, the G, they're yeah. calling them the Jesus commercials, but they were first the foot washing, then the neighbor one, mm-hmm. and there was the Mark Wahlberg one, which was a different. It was paid for by different individuals. I thought those were nice. Yeah, some of them are nice. Some don't they're resonate. Sweet. Yeah. Some there's a little you know a little excerpt from it that stands out. They they show the washing of feet and humility, hum, you know, humility, love coming. to... I thought it was nice. I'm going to have to go live on Twitter one day when I'm watching like the Super Bowl and show you all everything that I'm dealing with, and you'll understand why I can't process everything. Oh, I got to I got to do everything around here. I got bets going on, over unders. <laughs> How does that help the show? Facetimes from my kids. Uh, the How whole does that charade. help the show? And I didn't even drink last night, by the way. I was completely <laughs> sober. Watched that game completely sober. I had a sick wife. Bored out of my mind in the first half. I had a sick wife and a sick child, and I'm like, guys, take care of yourselves. Daddy's going downstairs <laughs> to watch the Super Bowl. If you need anything, don't call me. I'm just and so I glad that second half got good. Deadlocked the basement door. Sorry. <laughs> um, James Carville, uh, speaking of Joe Biden, James Carville was on with Michael Smirconish over the weekend on CNN. And was discussing Joe Biden not doing the Super Bowl commercial. And James Carville says that he believes that 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 means that Joe Biden's staff has no faith in him. And remember, he's a Democratic insider. Yep. He also says there's no chance that Biden is going to debate Trump. I would agree. Uh, This is from James Carville. This is Kyle Levin. Phil, go. The economy ebbs and flows. Economies get better. Age, it comes for us all. So if you were running the campaign, what do you do? Do you put them out more? Do you put them out less? How the hell do you handle this? Well, when you don't accept the Super Bowl interview. You're about, I don't know, pulling averages, you're three points down in a two-way. 
uh, it's the biggest television audience, not even close. And you get a chance to do a 20, 25 minute interview on that day and you don't do it. That's a kind of sign that the staff or yourself doesn't have much confidence in you. There's no other way to read this. And he's not going to do debates. He is old. I, I, I know what it is because I'm almost as old as he is. And it's never going to get better. You never, you know, the, that today is the youngest you'll ever be for the rest of your life. Now, they have made the ch- choice that they want to go through with this. Uh, I, I know Democrats, myself, being one, fundraisers, donors, you know, door knockers, flushers, volunteers, the whole democratic infrastructure of the country, we need to be told, okay, this is what the president's going to do. This is what he's not going to do. Uh, to try to work around whatever it is. But I thought the Super Bowl interview was telling. I also thought the fact that the documents that he took were about Afghanistan. I think he's obsessed with saying he's right. I agree with everything Carville just said. And I, I didn't realize that the president typically did a 20 to 25 minute interview for the Super Bowl. I thought it was well shorter. I thought it was like well, five minutes. It, it Usually they would probably record it for 20 to 25 minutes mm-hmm. and probably put it in pieces. Yeah. Like eight yeah. minutes here, okay. 12 minutes there. You know, uh, you know if, you, if you can't do, you know, four to five questions over 20 to 25 minutes with Nora O'Donnell where you can, you know, stop the tape, uh, give me a second here i gotta wipe my nose whatever like that's a very friendly setting and the amount of eyeballs that are on the television for the super bowl it's just a missed opportunity if i'm looking at it objectively you know you got to get out there especially after the week that you had this would have been a better spot than thursday night you know that scathing report comes out from robert her on thursday instead of going out there at 8 15 on thursday night in your underwear joe and yelling like a madman and making yourself look even more lost Get your faculties together, rest up, and then record that sucker Sunday morning and put out a, do- a new spin on what the the narrative is that you are just an old man who is, you know, meaning, uh, y- you mean well, but you're just forgetful. They, they didn't think this one through. And there's got to be, if, if, I'm a, if I'm one of Joe's handlers, and I don't know what really, you know, how... how Hostile he is behind, you know, we just talk about what we hear leaked through, you know, sources to Politico and Axios and things like that. Somebody's got to grab Joe by the wrist and be like, I'm telling you what's best for you, sir. You can't do this. And if he if he says he's going to go do it anyway, then at least you can say, well, you know what? I tried. I tried to talk some sense into him. But if he wants to go down like that, so be it. At at 7.20, you talked, uh, Nick Hale, about the importance of a Taylor Swift, right? And we promised we wouldn't bring her up again, but I lied. <laughs> um, Al- Alvernia University in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Where's that? Uh, I want to say Reading? Okay. I think. So they're now offering a Taylor Swift course. You can get cre- college credits for taking a Swift? Three Swiftie? credits. Ooh. It's an entire semester. Three credits. Students will analyze and deconstruct white feminism, oh. performative allyship, white privilege, racism, sexuality, girlhood, misogyny, and climate change. <laughs> uh, and this is, is Taylor getting a cut of this? Did she sell her name, image, and likeness to Alvernia? So uh, apparently they originally did this in at, Har- uh, at Harvard or Stanford or one of those places, one of those elite colleges. Uh-huh. And uh, they 
did a, a, a brief interview with the uh, professor okay. of the course. Would you like to hear this absolute nut job? I would. And by the way, yes, Alvernia is a private Roman Catholic university in Reading. All right. Cut six, Phil. Or, I'm sorry. This is cut 16. 16. Phil, go. Hi, I heard you're teaching a Taylor Swift appreciation course. That's me. Can I ask you about it? Absolutely. Can we just fr- can we pause it real quick? Yeah, can we just freeze it? I, I just want I just want to show. Yeah, let's get a nice tight close up of her right there. <laughs> that right there, folks. That picture. If you're watching, that is Donald Trump's worst nightmare. <laughs> right there. You, no, you're. A, he's a hundred percent correct. That right there is the death yep. of Donald Trump. Yep. Right there. Yep. That is, you are. The, that is the lady that will be at that ballot box with two hours before they open, drinking a $9 coffee, fuming, mm. foaming at the mouth like Hooch in yep. Turner and Hooch, <laughs> ready to vote Democrat. That one right there. Yep, you are 100% correct. Sorry. And she she has every buzzword in this syllabus. Uh, Phil, can we start it over again? Because it's really hard to... Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you did it because you're 100 percent right. That that should be the poster for this is th- these are the people you need to convince. Yep. Uh, starting over. Cut 16. Phil, go. Hi, I heard you're teaching a Taylor Swift appreciation course. That's me. Can I ask you about it? Absolutely. I am Dr. Jess Hamlet. I'm assistant professor of English here, and I teach, um, I'm trained to teach like the Shakespeare and the British literature courses. Oh, man. Um, but I also am doing this Taylor Swift course. No I pronouns taught, yet. Uh, classes on revenge, true crime as literature, um, African American literature, queer literature. I'm kind of do it all these days. So uh, this is uh, Major Writers, Taylor's version. Um, This is a 400 level literature course. It is open to basically the entire student body. Um, Although I do recommend that students are juniors or seniors before they get into it. Although advanced sophomores can be in as well. Mm. I don't recommend the course for freshmen. It will come around again. You young kids. Um, So a million years ago, or like two years ago, uh, they had asked me to do a one credit course for incoming freshmen over the summer and I was like lol what if I did a Taylor Swift oh appreciation class oh, wow. oh my god guys that, like, I'm dumber listening to this I know. their course and I was like that's fun um and then I had mentioned it to some of my like students in my classes and they were like wait I want to take this class. Can I take this class? When can I take this class? Um, so I thought, okay, well, there's demand. So maybe I'll make it into a real semester-long three-credit course. Um, and the rest, I guess, is history. Well, that should add to the narrative <laughs> that college is an epic waste of time. Uh, Alvernia College, by the way, uh, your average cost after student aid, $27,000 oh a year, God. with a graduation rate of 62% and an acceptance rate of 58%. Should you decide to attend the school on St. Bernardine Street in Reading, PA? Now, also, Penn, Penn State Burke's campus, they uh, have a Taylor Swift course as well. What? And UPenn has had courses, but some of them are actually, I know in the past, Jackson Brown, there have been, you know, as far as the lyricist aspect of it, writing, marketing, that's not what, what Greg's talking about, obviously, but some of them are legit, is talking about an example of somebody who knows how to market themselves. I mean, where do we draw the line? Where is this going? I mean, so now we've got Taylor... And by the way, it's a 400-level program, so it's like for the... Yeah, it's like a super advanced placement, junior, senior, upperclassman type thing. Where are we going to draw the line with some of these? I mean, we know that 
you know, the schools like Harvard, they don't value free speech. They don't value the First Amendment. Are we eventually just going to create a new program under the College of Liberal Arts? Can you get like a bachelor's in woke studies? I, guys, I need Elon Musk's rocket ship because I, I need to get off planet Earth. Yeah. I, re- I, I really do. I just, I am, I weep. I weep for the next generation. By the way, can I say I just hate, I, I can't stand when people say LOL out loud. They're like, ha ha, oh my <laughs> LOL. God, LOL. <laughs> And it's the way said, she. I said, it's like, oh, <laughs> shut up. She, but you know what? She didn't give us pronouns. There's no purple hair. There's no odd piercings. She's relatively. She's um, she's a conservative, deranged TikToker. <laughs> she's more mild mannered. She hasn't had the full mental health breakdown yet. She's getting there. Can you imagine? You 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 no. you work so hard to send your kids to college. Uh, Five twenty nine. Breaking your back to work two jobs. Some people because college is expensive and they come home with a taylor swift course and you're like what in the living f am i paying this tuition for you know it it would get out of that class now it would be a fun study to go through at any college and just look at all the programs that are offered and which ones actually you get college credit for because some of them are one credit some are three but this one's a three credit all of the courses she's taught are nonsense yeah queer literature Shakespeare, it's all crap. It is. It's all crap, and it won't help you in the real world. <laughs> no. Speaking of crap, <laughs> Vice President Kamala Harris. Oh. Um, now, why'd you have to poo-poo the Veep? All right, here's here's the. I I don't know anything, but I'm just playing this audio. You you be the judge for yourself. <laughs> it sounds to me like somebody who's had one too many pops at a Super Bowl party. Okay. Trying to deliver a speech on guns and violence in America. Okay. Okay. This 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 tape is not doctored in any way. This was Kamala Harris over the weekend. You tell me if you think that she sounds right of mind. Okay. Cut seventeen. Phil, go. I'm pointing to the direction of what I believe is the capital, <laughs> and what needs to happen in terms of people who otherwise have evidenced themselves being having a feckless quality to show some courage to reject the false notion that suggests you're either in favor of the Second Amendment or you want to take everyone's guns away, when in fact it's just reasonable. I support the Second Amendment, but it's reasonable to say we need an assault weapons ban. It's reasonable to say we need universal background checks, that we need red flag laws. It's reasonable to say that if you want to deal with violence in the community, you also got to understand it's not only about mass shooting situations Mask. which are horrific. horrific and it's about everyday gun violence Come on. she she lost the thick draw to her voice is that in south carolina um, I, I believe I'm not she sure. was i believe she was down south for that i could be wrong i know trump was in conway over the weekend but it's almost like she she changed her delivery based on the the um the audience that she was speaking to because she dropped the y'all in there too. Yeah, it's like remember Hillary Clinton with. Yep. I know, Bo. I know, Bo. Uh-huh. That's, it's it's like changing your accent yep. or the way you speak. Uh huh. Because you're trying to be more, I don't know, Southern or. I don't know. Was it maybe her? Maybe she didn't take the normal prescription. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I heard that clip and I said, "Is she? Is she okay? Yeah. What's what's happening here? I'm just asking. I wonder I if know. she gets sauced up before she talks." <laughs> We don't know anything. We're just speculating. No, we don't know. I mean, it could be nerves. Take the edge off. You never know. Like a prescription could be a mm. prescription. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, th- I, I want to say that was in, in somewhere in the south, but I could be wrong. Um, speaking of, Don just mentioned Hillary Clinton. <laughs> everybody now, everybody driving in their car is groaning like, oh! <laughs> uh, she says that Biden's age is a legitimate issue for voters in the 2024 race. Could she be, could she be, uh, you know, throwing things out there to say, hey, I'm available to run. <laughs> I can run again. What, what would be the first word that came out of your mouth if, if she replaced Joe? I would say this <laughs> this election is over. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with cut nine here, Phil. Uh, go. NBC News poll shows that 76% of voters are concerned about President Biden's age. On Wednesday, I asked former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton about this fact and how Biden should handle it. The thing, the X factor in all of this, the thing that we keep seeing in poll after poll after poll is concern about Biden's age. Mm -hmm. Full stop. Mm -hmm. What should he do on this? Does he, is it, is a matter of sort of like uh, underscoring his boundless energy Mm -hmm. or, or should he embrace his, you know, eight decades on earth and the, and the great wisdom he's gained through all of this? I I mean, do you have... All of the above. All of the above. I mean, I, you know, I talk to people in the White House all the time and... You know, they know it's an issue. But as I like to say, look, it's a legitimate issue. It's a legitimate issue for Trump, who's only three years younger. Right. So it's an issue. Once you say that, then you have to also talk about what's at stake in the election. And I'm for Joe Biden for reelection on the merits, because I think he's done a really good job as president. So I think he should continue to get out and campaign. He's been campaigning pretty vigorously across the country. You know, and he actually does (laughs) events where he's interacting with people, unlike Trump, who stands on a stage and, you know, uh, goes on and on for you know ninety minutes. Uh, you know Biden's taking questions. He's talking to people in small Not from groups. the media. Well, but that's okay. And you know it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex. It's okay. We'll, we'll respectfully disagree. Neither is Trump. I mean, you know, neither one of them are going. They they at this point in the campaign are trying to you know communicate with as many people yeah. as possible. I think Biden also should. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, a more loathsome human being. <laughs> Hillary Clinton or Taylor Swift? Oh, it's Hillary, Aww. hands down. Oh, Taylor, Taylor's like Mother Teresa compared to this woman. I just, this woman talks yeah. and it just makes me angry. And she it does. She cannot play the age game because I have her Wikipedia up. She's 76 and she will be 77 on October 26th. So she can't sit there and throw stones at. She's only a year younger than Trump. She's no spry chicken either. Yeah. Yeah, but it just shows you, you don't think about. Her age, you don't think about Trump's age. Great point. Right? Great point, Dawn. We're not talking about that that because some people, you know, everybody ages differently. Yeah. It's your DNA. It's It could be this long COVID, the fog that sets in. I mean, it could be a, a bunch of different issues. And so whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, I know, I mean, look at my dad pushing 90, yeah. sharp as a tack remembers everybody's name at church and you know wherever he hasn't seen somebody in 30 years and he knows their name like everybody's different yeah and and you know from what i can gather from the media appearances that hillary clinton makes she seems like she still has her faculties with her i mean is she as sharp as she was when she ran in 2016 my guess is probably not, but she's still probably I, 90 i would say she's about the if trump's had a 5 to 10% decline that's probably the most Hillary has had. But I think the difference with her, remember when she was campaigning, she was exhausted she physically. Was. 
She was. She was coughing all the time. Remember that? Falling they out had of to, SUVs. They basically had to crank the yeah. AC keeper yeah. in the minivan yeah, and rubber feet or whatever. It was. <laughs> it's true. It but was. It trumps out there walking eighteen holes. Well, he's lost weight too. It's funny because the the older demographic of our audience. I believe a lot of them would say, you know, whether you're 84, 82, 81, 87, a lot of them would say, uh, yes, I still have all my faculties, but I don't know if I could run the country. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? True. Like, that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference. Yes, indeed. Like, Dawn's dad is is is, is spry and red, but I'm sure even he would say, I, I, I don't know if I could run the country. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe should be a younger. Yes. Stress does a number on you. The only thing with... With Trump, I would say that's amazing, mm. and especially he's lost. I don't know how much weight he's lost. He claimed that Melania cut him off from the Mar-a-Lago yeah, buffet. She cut, yeah, she cut him off from a lot. Eh? <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> whoa! No soup for you. But I think that when when you're losing weight and he's lost at least twenty plus pounds because he confirmed that, uh, you're feeling good. But his stamina, how many, you said it earlier, Nick, how many rallies and appearances but, I mean, he made he, since Friday. He's still doing, he called Biden Obama again this weekend. He referenced Matt Gates as Rick Gates. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that one. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Rick. So, like. That's funny. You know, he's making gaffes out there on the campaign trail, too. Yeah. Uh, which is why vice president matters so much. Who was interviewed over the weekend by Brian Kilmeade, who, by the way, does a radio show. You can hear it on the weekends here on 1210 WPHT. Um, Brian Kilmeade interviewed Tulsi Gabbard and asked asked her about the vice president pick. And this is what she said. This is cut 10. Phil, go. First First a Democrat, now an independent. Would you ever consider joining Trump on the ticket? I would. I'd be open to that conversation. My goal and my interest is to serve the American people and bring my experience both Mm -hmm. in foreign affairs and having served in the military for over 20 years, uh, having served at every level of government in our own country to actually work to solve problems, the very problems that we are pointing out that are getting worse and worse under the Biden-Harris administration. All right, pro-American. It's not about party. It's about the country. Absolutely. I think you could do a lot worse than Tulsi Gabbard as your Veep. I've said that for a while. He would. T- I I know people are disagreeing with me because she's not ideologically uh, in step with all of the listeners and all of Trump's voters. But having a woman on the ticket who's young, who's been, who's in the military, who is pro-choice, and somebody that saw, smart move. saw how absurd the, s- the left went off the off the reservation and decided to leave that party. You don't want somebody that's going to echo Trump verbatim. I saw a video this weekend. I think it was on Saturday. Trump going into Mar-a-Lago with Melania and then Vivek and Vivek's wife. And everyone's like, oh, that, 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 that screams vice president. I think if Trump selects a mini-me, it will work against him. I agree with you. I think I, I think that if he wants to, if he really wants to make some noise in the campaign because again vice president is not nobody's voting nobody's voting for trump because of the vice president but if he wants to make some noise in his campaign to show he's going to run a different campaign than he did in 2016 i think she's the she's the ticket for i like her i like her i mean i like sarah huckabee sanders as well i like um elise stefanik from new york um but again what are this they're all mini me's they're all trump mini me's what does that get you yeah, well, but Tulsi is not a Republican, so some people might have a little problem with that. But that's that's good for him, yeah. Don. It's good, it's good for him. 
I'm I'm just saying. It's well, not- they, they would both have something in common. They both used to be Democrats. <laughs> right? It's true. It's a so, good point. I mean, you know. It's a good point. It's not like Trump is this ardent conservative. <laughs> no, but she's not. She is turned from Democrat. She left the, the Democrat Party, mm-hmm. but she's gone to independent libertarian. Okay. Um, Trump at a rally in Conway, South Carolina. By the way, Conway, right outside of Myrtle Beach. Nice area. You've been? Yeah, I went to school at Coastal Carolina. That's right. You did go there for a brief stint. A very brief stint. Yeah, I forgot about that. A cup of coffee there. Yeah, see, I... It was fun. I've never been to Myrtle. I've been to Hilton Head. But I want to do Myrtle. But I've heard Myrtle's not really where you want to take your family. It's different these days. Is it? really built up. Conway, there used to be nothing in Conway. Now Conway's all built up. It's a great area, though, by the way, for, like, retirement... Yeah, uh, my my dad was going to retire there because oh, it's golf just, capital too. You can you can you can get a huge house with tons of property for you know four or five hundred grand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's a it's a different way of living okay. down there. Uh, Trump in, in Conway, South Carolina, at a rally, uh, lashes out at Nikki Haley's husband. Did you guys see this over the weekend? Yeah. Uh, not helping himself a lot, but, but, but you know, what do I know? Uh, this is cut eight, Phil, go. The greatest president in my lifetime, she said. I will never run against him. Then she comes over to see me at Mar-a-Lago. Sir, I will never run against you. She brought her husband. Where's her husband? Oh, he's away. He's away. Where, what happened to her husband? What happened to her husband? Where is he? He's gone. He knew. He knew. But no. Think of this. Think. Of- I I'm going to say the same thing I said about picking the battle with Taylor Swift. I like you, you're you're trying to win over female voters, and I believe Nikki Haley's husband. He's he's serving, right? Yes, he's the national. Yeah, guard. It's, see, it's he. Not he's a over, good look. He's over in the Horn of Africa too, like Djibouti and like those places. It's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Nikki Haley responded to this at one of her campaign rallies. I mean, at, look, I'm playing this. It doesn't matter. Nikki Haley's not going to win. It, I'm just, I'm just playing this because this is what's the news these yeah. days. Uh, she responded to this. Uh, let me see here. What cut is this, Phil? I have so many cuts here. This is cut 19. She, she responded to this at one of her campaign stops in South Carolina. This is what she said. Cut 19, Phil, go. So I'll say this. I need to start with the fact that. Donald Trump had a rally today. And in that rally, he mocked my husband's military service. And I'll say this. Donald, if you have something to say, don't say it behind my back. Get on a debate stage and say it to my face. I am proud of Michael's service. Every military spouse knows it's a family sacrifice. I have long talked about the fact that we need to have mental competency tests for anyone over the age of 75. Donald Trump claims that he would pass that. Maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. But if you mock the service of a combat veteran, you don't deserve a driver's license, let alone being president of the United States. 
Well, I mean, she's going to lose to Trump, and she does not really want to be on the debate stage with Trump, because I think Trump would destroy her on the debate stage, but I understand where she's coming from in defending herself, because, yeah, I mean, her husband, and say who cares about, you know, it's not even really relevant, you know, their their past discretions that we talked about, Um, you know, but when you live in a glass house, you shouldn't be throwing stones. It's just a bad look for him. I feel like, I'm going to say something controversial, but when has that ever stopped me? I feel like this this whole thing with uh, because you're a, you're you're in the military or part of a in combat or like you're the sacred cow and you're not able to be you know talked about. I think is a little hypocritical, don't you? Like so we're, we're not allowed to criticize somebody just because they're serving. Well, uh, well but what's the criticism? I mean, uh, Trump is basically saying that her husband is MIA, but he's serving in the military. Yeah. Is that is that a swipe at the husband or a swipe at Nikki? I think it's a swipe at the husband, don't you? Okay. okay. Well, so then should we, I mean, you know, if you want to bring in the children or the significant other of a politician, I'm fine with that as long as they are adults. I just looked at it as it's a double whammy losing endeavor because... You are supposed to be very pro-military, yet you're basically saying you're mocking the guy for serving, you know, for whatever it's worth. Is he mocking him for serving, though? He's just saying, where is well, he? What, what yeah. was, well, what's your interpretation of what he said, then? I think he's he's just, he's like, where is, is I don't know. I don't know what he was inferring yeah. there, but this idea that you can't mock somebody just because they're serving, I think, is a little weak. I mean, I don't know. I think when you serve serve your country, it's pretty much the most selfless thing you can do. In I, I don't life. disagree with you, and I'm I'm a giant chicken. You know what? Yeah, well, and same here. Yeah. I could never do it myself. So same here. I, I give the utmost respect to them, but just because you are you served in you know you went to war or you served in the military means that you're completely off limits. I just don't know what he gains from that, from the military standpoint to the female standpoint. I just feel like, you know, and I, I'm pretty much a Trump realist. I just think there's times. And again, you know, it doesn't nothing he says offends me. Nothing he ever tweeted bothers me. I don't care about the all caps and the angry tweets. But to, to some people out there, that's where when he goes and I think he's almost always off script, but a deliberate off script. It's very it's very rehearsed. There's just those moments where it's open mouth, insert foot. Yeah. And I just think that and the Taylor Swift stuff is like. It, all it does is play to your base. And if you want everybody that loves you to death to retweet it and share it, that's great. But you're not winning the, you're not winning the persuadable over. That's the thing that bothers me. Yeah. I, some people think the insinuation as far as Trump with Nikki Haley's husband <clears throat> was that he, he purposely wanted to escape her. <laughs> I'd rather serve in yeah. Africa than be with you. <laughs> I think that that was the, okay. the joke or what he was leading up to in that South Carolina rally that he was kind of, it was tongue in cheek. It was kidding around about it. I don't know. It's just, why give her that, why give her that opportunity to, to then talk about her husband's service? I, I wouldn't even acknowledge her anymore. You're winning by in all the polls by 26 points in South Carolina in her own home state. You're going to blow her out there. And eventually at some point, I don't know if it's in March, April, May, June, at some point, Nikki Haley will officially be finished and tap out. Eventually, that's going to happen. Y- you need to be in general election mode. It should be all about Biden. After the week Joe Biden just had, I wouldn't even acknowledge the existence of Nikki Haley. It would be full-fledged, full 1,000% uh, 
going after Biden, uh, his mental faculties, you know, and everything else that he has failed. I'd be I'd be roasting him right now on his shrinkflation commercial. I'd be posting truths about that, doing videos about that. All right, that'll do it for round one of the cut sheet. When we come back, by the way, have you noticed the time? Uh oh, eight thirty. It is eight thirty on the dot. I will say this: we have two minutes of spots. That's all we're going to do, and then we're going to come back. Okay? All right. Keyword is coming up in two minutes, but first, let me tell you about my friends at Blue Chew. All right, guys, maybe you are losing some of your faculties as well. You need a boost in your confidence, an extra jump for the year. Perhaps your big take in the bedroom has slipped over the years as Father Time catches up with you. Well, I've got the solution, and it is Blue Chew. Romance with your partner should be the best part of your day, and you're going to need to be ready whenever that occurs. That's why I suggest BlueChew.com, a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so there's never any visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. And the best part of all of this, special deal for Kale and Company listeners, you could try Blue Chew for free. That's right, free, when you use the promo code 1210 at checkout. Just pay the $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code 1210. To receive your first month absolutely free. Blue Chew tablets made in the USA. Bet the NBA with a no sweat same game parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. you got bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. However you want to play, just head over to FanDuel.com slash Greg right now. FanDuel.com slash Greg right now to bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay with TNT Thursdays. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 1210 WPHT. 21 and over, President PA, minimum three-leg parlay required, refund issued as now withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.